Welcome to the Quails Tell All edition of Love on the Brain. Just kidding, that's every episode I would say <laughs> overall, is. but um, the men tell all. We missed last week, we're not going to do much on it today, just uh, go over some maj- major points that happened that probably have something to do with this season, but I thought the, the episode last week was a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, uh, I really like, can't get with the tell-alls. More like it's men really all act like t- teenagers, and for me what it kind of brought up was I just feel like reality TV over the years has has definitely changed. And that's that's no uh, debate. It's definitely changed, but in different ways, right? So the only ones I really watch are the Bachelor franchise now, which, again, when I started watching reality TV, I would have told you, never, never The Bachelor. I'll watch The Real World. I'll watch The Challenge, but I'll never watch The Bachelor. But look at me now. It's like one of the better ones. So I watch that yeah. and The Challenge. And if you go back to starting when I started watching The Challenge versus now, it seems a lot different. And there's a yeah. couple theories that I have and everyone has. And I... And I figure we can explore a little bit why. Uh, I guess in high school, I'd go over to a friend's house and watch the challenge, which is like the real world, like MTV kind of like poor, hot, messy party people get together, party, play games, fuck around, compete hungover the next day. Now it seems like the main focus in all their lives is to be this reality television mm-hmm. star as opposed to what it used to be where it didn't. There would be people like that, but they would get like make fun of on the show kind of for not being yeah, real. Yeah, there was no reward back then like there is now. Yeah. And I, I guess it's, again, it's like the main focus in everyone's life and people walk around like they're Brad Pitt or someone with actual a useful talent, but it's a, it's just a different type of talent, I guess. A, a lot of things have changed the, what people look at as celebrity with the Kardashians and all yeah. those things. It used to be you have to earn yeah, it talk about reality way. TV and the Kardashians. That was, that's, that's the biggest thing. So yeah, big. That's a, its own uh, life form, which is... Uh, disconcerting to say the least in some ways but (laughs) but i understand this is i mean they're they're only giving the people what they want and this is what uh what america has wanted (laughs) not not me necessarily not the it doesn't matter to the individual say we just want to feel better about ourselves right and and look at hot people i think has something to do with it as well i I guess like looking at attractive people um, but anyway, I I just think people. I, I the biggest thing is the influencing culture. You're allowed. Yeah. You're able to uh, parlay a career where you could do whatever you want, travel the globe, just live off of your fake personality yeah. kind of way. So if you do it the right way, I can't get mad if you no. make your money that way and do your own life in in that own way. That's cool. So that's fact one. You can make a living off of it. And fact two for me, I think, and this might just be me me getting old. The newer, the generation that's on now for the Challenge Bachelor, they all seem like whiny brats compared to the old. <laughs> and they, I'm not saying they were uh, uh, great members of society, Johnny Bananas and <laughs> Kenny from the Challenge, sure. which are the guys I grew up with, but they're just cooler. They just seem like people I wanted to hang out with. And now it's like, if there's someone I want to hang out with, I'm like, oh, this is this is different. Like, I, I there's actually somebody I wanted I to hang out with. I think the first point in this one are completely related because I think people are less themselves or realize oh i have to become a character Mm -hmm. so i can get something out of this and so it's hard to get a real um gauge on right used to be people really are people are just in college and it's like some mtv recruits and they're like hey you want to be in the show okay i'll do this before i go into the real world and like they don't have to monitor themselves because even if they were a villain their lives weren't ruined like now where if you're a reality star villain it could really 
like fuck up some of your personal yeah life, if you're you know? not if you're not on top of cancel your, culture everything so if you're not on top of like your shadow as we say too. i think i understand what you're saying because i agree i think watching like old episodes of the bachelor i'm just like wow these people seem so much older but they're the same age yeah. as people now yeah they seem i saw but an, that's an also old something old, people who are getting older always say, say. <laughs> i think it's a little bit of both it's both true but that like life changes generations change just personalities wait. change but that's why i think like we're the age of the people who are going on the bachelor and bachelorette but there's like 50 year old women who watch this still like correct i don't what am i gonna do when i'm like 45 yeah, they like, must see different watching see it differently too kids yeah i don't think i don't i can't see <laughs> i don't know you. if I see i'm gonna do that anymore i don't think i can do it anymore. i see my first instinct is you'll be aging out of it i'll just but. be watching friends reruns well, that's not, that's not really better, to be honest about the same really joke like over and over. It, I, girls all the I like Friends. It's just the same joke over and over and over, which as a comedian, I, I really can't stand. But it's a good show. It's a, I can see it being really comfortable. But anyway, uh, would you consider Laguna Beach to be a reality show? Yes. I actually just found when I was uh, finding old golf clubs for my golf trip this coming weekend, I found a DVD box set of Laguna no Beach way. Yeah, season one. I remember buying Let's it with an X. Back. I have to watch it again. I've been rewatching The Hills. Right. And that is 100% reality TV. Obviously, it's a little bit more It's different scripted. because it's it just, it, it's so, like, it, they're not hiding that it's scripted almost. Like, I, I feel like in The Bachelor, it's a little it, more scripted I, and they're hiding it. I remember watching The Hills and the last episode ever of The Hills was Brody Jenner putting Kristen Cavallari in, like, a limo to go to the quote-unquote airport and she, like, pulled away. But Iconic. Then, but then pulled the um, camera away and she got out of the limo and they were on a set. Yes. In Hollywood. I, I, to forgot, show I remember and, like, that make scene. a statement yeah, that, like, that it's not real. Was not real. But yeah. I remember for me, up until that point, I was convinced and I remember being disappointed yeah. that that happened because I was like, what? Like, I thought this was real. The real whole time. their life. Yeah, I don't, I think it's a different I was set. not aware of production and anything like what I'm watching now. They're pointing out all of the things that weren't true and didn't really happen. Like, yeah. Lauren and Whitney didn't really work at, like, all of them, all their jobs weren't yeah. real. So that's they, not the same as The Bachelor, because they talk about their real jobs. Yeah, and they, and I think it's, The Bachelor's realer, more realer, more real than I think those right. things. Yeah, definitely. But like, it was still these, very much As we see in this episode, there's reality. real hearts being broken. I don't oh, know, God. you could still argue that Kristen uh, being dumped by Jason or, or uh, Steven, whatever it was, could be real. Yeah. I, I don't know. But it's just parts of it. Were it's real. just a different type of reality. Like I, anyway, the, I just connected with my fight. ex in high school uh, over Laguna Beach. It was I just remember really liking it and just again laughing at it and joking about it. But yeah, for whatever it is, it was the early 2000s were really a time for TV and reality television. I'm not sure if you watched like Rock of Love or Flavor of yeah, Love. I did. That was like the mess. That was just <laughs> really? the H1 was like it didn't even try to yeah, class it up really? at all. It was so That's fucking. Gross. <laughs> every scene though had some kind of crazy thing that you didn't believe would happen yeah. happen because again this the happens spinning. in the bachelor too the the yeah there was fights on the flavor <laughs> of love some woman took a shit on the floor Deal at one point oh, shot at love you bring all these crazy shows that were not even trying to class it up like the bachelor does they were just like here here's what this <laughs> is the casting has a lot to do with it even yeah. the bachelor they cast 
the casting directors are really smart and they cast the, the right people influencers. Yeah, to try to try to do it. So that was a, a time. I'm, I'm not sure that's shaped my brain in one way or another in some way that I don't like. Anyway, a couple of weeks back with Sarah, we talked about a hypothetical bachelor on like HBO, uncensored, unlimited content, sex and fighting. Eventually, as I think our society moves forward, intellectually, we'll see some murder and some nefarious things like that as we get to a place. I'm mostly a joke, but almost like a gladiator. It's like going back yeah. in time, but going forward as society is cyclical. But anyway, there's this new show that just debuted called uh, FBoy Island. FBoy standing for fuckboy. I'm guessing they couldn't, they didn't want to put that in the title for yeah. whatever reason. <laughs> Hosted by one of my favorite comedians. Shout out to Nikki Glazer, a fantastic female com- comedian. If you remember, I put her on in the car one yeah. time on a podcast with dad and like 30 seconds into it, she's talking about gangbangs and fisting and all that. So I had to turn it off. But anyway, so it was yeah. a bit intense <laughs> in there in the back She goes right there immediately every, and it makes it funny because I don't think she really does any of those things, but she talks about them. Yeah. It makes it really funny. Shock value. Um, So anyway, FYLN was literally brought to HBO by a former Bachelor producer. And it claims to be a mixture of Bachelor in Paradise, which debuts. We're all very excited in a oh couple gosh, weeks, yeah. and then Love Island, which is also popular. Although I've never I gotta try seen that out. It. I've never seen it, or, or I don't know I've even heard it's know good. what happens, but. It's gotten actually good reviews as FY Island over uh, compared to what I thought it would be. So I might check it out one night. When people is it are out? saying it's really funny. The first episode came out and pe- oh. somebody I knew said it was hysterical. So I might okay. have to check yeah, it out I'll if I'm in the mood at one point. But the last, lastly, before I move on of this uh, reality television conversation, the biggest one for me and, and when we grew up, obviously, was the Jersey Shore. It was mm-hmm. it came out when we were like seven. I was 17. You must have been 15, 14 yeah. years old. And us going down the Jersey Shore, we talk about on the show all the time. It, you know, we didn't hang out with those kinds of people, but we saw the places that they would go to. We yeah, knew Seaside the places. Seaside was where you went for prom weekend. And it was a shithole. After your junior prom. Yeah. And it was disgusting. And we saw these characters come in and, and the things that would happen on that show, we would just, it was just absurd. We'd gather around little teenage boys, didn't want to admit to any, each other that we liked it. Nobody would, yeah, this right? sucks. We'd be like, this sucks. We're all watching we're it watching together. It. And there was that, just the, what I remember, of course, is the biggest moment was at the end of the first episode, they showed like scenes coming out and they show the scene of Snooki getting punched in the face by some random gym teacher. I can remember the scene. I've seen it a million times now. And me and my friends just running around around my friends living rooms just like monkeys in the jungle just couldn't believe that they were showing this stuff on tv and they were all just open and, and they've parlayed into million dollar oh lives and God. uh you know multi-million dollar companies and all this and they jail sentence yes yeah, it doesn't matter what they go through in life it's it's really something else so that's Situation. a big part of reality tv kind of uh you know uh, metastasizing as well i don't think i use that properly but Anyway, that's my uh, reality TV rant of the season. I think I had one last season, too. So why don't we awkwardly transition to some spirit animals? <laughs> okay. Because that makes a lot of sense, too. Well, if you had a reality TV show contestant beer spirit animal, who would it be? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Mine's probably... I wouldn't know this either off the top of Ooh, my dome. Let me think. Let I, me I think, think I'll go with Brett Michaels or something. He used to walk in and yeah, two girls would be like, kiss. He'd be like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> it was so out there. But. You were there for Halloween. Ashley was Brett Michaels. No, I think I saw a picture there. Maybe I was there. Was you she, were there. Yeah, you were the bad right. apple. Yeah, that was last October. Yeah. It's really it's funny. Didn't you would always ago. go, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, was the best part very, of the show was always because there would be some madness. It would be like, he would walk into the women all like in underwear, like rubbing on each other out of nowhere. He'd be like, what's going on? He would say every kind of situation. Uh, like, Boy, is an interesting band. I'm not a huge fan, but they're they're okay. I don't know. I can't choose. Anyway, I've breached this topic with my uh, other show, Philosophize, with your boy toy, Max, um, <laughs> but not really to this audience. So when I asked you 
on our famed breakdown in the great pandemic of 2020, I asked you your spirit animal. Do you remember what you said to me? Oh my gosh. Because it wasn't what you said to me this time. Did I say a wolf? You said butterfly. Oh. Yeah, because you showed true. me the, the tattoo. Well, we're all in different places mentally, especially that time, too. Don't you have a butterfly tattoo? Oh, it's no. a hummingbird. That's what you said, hummingbird, oh, not hummingbird? butterfly. I'm sorry. You definitely you said hummingbird. <laughs> and I remember thinking, listen, you know, I know one version of Jamie. I, hummingbird, this doesn't seem like no, who you it are. Fit. It's like, that to me seems like ADD, flighty, no plans, kind of just go. And that's just that's not. not me. <laughs> I could see maybe as a child. It's a, um, so there's different. There's like a spirit animal. There's like a to- spirit totem. And I think it's more of a totem for me, where Got it's it. almost like I look at it to get inspiration. Oh, that for it's, me is a dolphin then. Yeah. And it's not like when I see one, I get inspired by it, but it's not the thing that continues to come back to me that I feel like there's some deeper connection there. So what would that be if you, if you Which did? is a whale. A whale. And Whales what do you amazing. think about that? That makes so much more sense Fitting to me. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I think, well, whales are amazing creatures. I think we should go whale watching somewhere. Oh my, cool. I want Alaska. Really cool. We have to go. Um, but I think whales, if I remember, it's more like homebody, intelligence, kind of like communication is really important and really uh, uh, kind of complicated. And they seem more just like uh, a little more stoic and planned out than a, than a, than a hummingbird. Yeah, so... When did it start? So I don't know if you remember, but I used to be really afraid of whales as a kid. Well, that makes sense. And I would avoid SeaWorld. I remember we went on, I think, our eighth grade trip to Baltimore Mm -hmm. at some point. Yeah. Comes and up in this episode. Like Justin. you could go to, um, oh yeah, you could go to SeaWorld, and I said I, I refuse to go. Yeah. Number one, because I didn't think it was right that there was. Oh, SeaWorld's a horrible place. We don't need to spend awful. time on that though. And I was scared, and I remember, <laughs> I remember mom. Um, we used to read People magazine all the time. Remember those are on the house all mm-hmm. the time, and she was like, oh, there was an article in this People magazine that I know you would like. Um, I dog-eared it for you, and I opened it up, and it was a big picture of one of the SeaWorld instructors getting pulled into the tank by her ponytail oh god by an orca i think i remember that <laughs> she's yeah she's laughing yeah. and i'm like terrified do you remember when that happened yeah to that? it was a big deal woman um and so i was always scared of them and then when i started work at this um very transformational job that i have the bridge center we picked spirit animal cards and the thing i picked was the whale and i've had dreams of whales and like really big moments of my life and the reason i want to talk about this was i had I had a dream about a whale a couple weeks ago and the next morning um, I was like trapped in a tank with a whale, which is common for a dream for me. And I, the next morning we were doing spirit animal picking cards and I was like, well, I already know my spirit animal is a whale, but I'll I'll pick one like just to do it. And I was like, shuffle, 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 boom, boom. It was a humpback whale. I was like, what the hell? Um, And so I started watching, there's a new documentary out made by um, James Cameron directed it. Um, about whales and it's a four part yeah i gotta check that out so it goes orca humpback beluga and norwal and then um sperm whales awesome and i was just like crying watching them and what they do like they are very much mysterious like sperm whales have the largest brain of any mammal Mm -hmm. on the earth like they all communicate we have no idea what they do yeah the clicking and or the the songs and the music and the way they communicate all very unique. It's just like they do this bubble net thing, which from the sky looks like a spiral of bubbles that traps fish. Yeah, and that's how they feeding. feed. Yeah, it's they're, just they're like very smart hunters. And they're just huge is and what always family, scared me. They're very, they have um, culture. Animals, yeah. There was one part in the Orca series where 
um, the mom, the baby, um, was dead and the mom carried it for three days mm-hmm. and they watched her carry it. And it was uh, yeah. some way of mourning. Yeah. I'm not surprised. At and all. the orca also shared its food with the, the diver and, the, yeah. and they're like, they're not these like big, scary things that they're made out to no, be. No. Well, did you know that there's actually been zero recorded killings of humans from orcas? That blows my mind. Kill, and then we call them killer whales. Right. And they're not whales either. Actually, they're dolphins, which yeah. I, they're dolphins whales, I always forget. But I know orcas are dolphins for sure, which is a common misconception. But they're fa- fa- uh, fascinating. I don't know. You knew I really loved Free Willy growing up. It's one of yeah. My yeah. It was one of my favorites growing up. Because, Do you remember a lot from it? Like, yeah. Well, I can remember that they just became friends and he was trapped in the thing and the yeah, boy the net, yeah. tried to get him out. For the, it was mm-hmm. an aquarium, I think, if anything, more than anything. And yeah. The dorsal fin goes down. It's really sad when you can, I don't know, the whaling and all that. I know. Goes down. Well, they talk about that a, a bit in the documentary. Yeah, the blue whale is the biggest yeah. uh, mammal, I believe, in the world. And its tongue weighs the same as an elephant, as an average-sized Jesus. elephant. Think about that. The tongue weighs the size I'm, I'm, I'm of reading, an elephant. I'm um, reading The Elephant Whisperer right now. Mm, just yeah, I caught the first couple chapters. That was a really good one. But mine, uh, you might, may or may I'm, not know. Yeah, I feel like... If you look at Darcy... Yep. The um, what she looks yep, like. Yep. Her favorite pup is a coyote, and it's a coyote that came to me a couple <laughs> years ago when I looked up. I was feeling. Um, first of all, we, when my dad moved to San Diego in his backyard, it was all acres and acres of kind of like deserty kind of area yeah, with like some the green, brush. there's some brush, and uh, there was a pack of coyotes that would come all the time. Almost every night, I would hear them in the beginning for the first six months that I lived there, and their their sounds were crazy, and yeah. they were just. <laughs> And it, something just to me just felt I was some special feeling that I got when I would hear that trickster. Uh, very, yeah, very. It was very biological for what I felt. So then I ended up looking up what coyotes spiritually symbolize. Obviously, it was big in Native American culture because they're so rampant in the West. And coyotes are uh, spiritually sim- symbolic. Is that of a jokester, one with playfulness, adaptability, seeing the truth behind everything. Uh, complex and cunning, wisdom and cleverness, and often represents two sides of the same coin. Gemini! And season. being a troublesome creature, <laughs> but, <laughs> but a good fortune sign. So I think yeah. all of that kind of encompasses Wiley who Coyote Kyle and Roadrunner. Right, yeah. Always rooted for the Roadrunner, but yeah. um, that's a, it's hard not to. Yeah, but he, he always gets away. So mm-hmm. that was good. So yeah, I just think I, that, that makes the most sense for me. Um, coyote. I was. Uh, I just look at Darcy, and she just looks like a little tiny coyote, and that's one of reason one million why I love her so much. Mm. All right, well, listeners, I beg you to become in touch with your spirit animal. Figure it out. You can email us, tell us what it is. We'll break down the spiritual meanings of it if you want. Yeah. Um, you can volunteer or donate to your local animal shelter too, because I do believe though we are at the top of the food chain. We have more of a responsibility to care and help and protect the earth and all of its species, and we really don't do a great job of that so far. So any little bit can help and let's face it having a pet is the greatest thing i think darcy was the only thing that my sister and i connected on for about a solid five yeah. years <laughs> we got darcy in studio here with That's us true. do you want to wax poetic about her before we go into a break oh my gosh like i do every single day <laughs> she's real skinny right now and i can't she's, believe she's 11 years old she's 11 but the doctor said looks more like she's eight she's got eight-year-old bones um she is having trouble with the move like she normally does which means she's just extra clingy yeah we're in a new studio here in broadway yeah till she gets used to the place but i love the cling and Mm -hmm. i'll take it we're finding a new walking route and that's it she's on hunger strike a little bit oh yeah but i'm trying to fatten her up she's so skinny (laughs) all right well that was good stuff i think uh, we should take our first break and then when we get back we'll Big episode. Quick of the recap Bachelor. of the mental wall, and then right into hometowns with uh, where hopefully Greg can get a grip of. 
back so last week was the boring useless men tell all let's just go over the main like five things or so we had michael that was obviously a big thing that was before the men tell all it was their breakup they showed um the only father in the house he was talking to james's son through facetime and james asks what he's doing there and michael a says he's on a work trip and James says, I know what the problem is. I think daddy just doesn't want to see me. And this is obviously something right they, had to, to the they had to keep that in the in the show for sure to, yep. to hurt everybody Aww. watching. Um, and this hurts Michael, obviously. So as a child family therapist, what do you say about this topic quickly here? Um, Just thought an abandonment wound, like losing a mother when you're yeah, a year so or too here. old is like pretty huge that you're already wired to feel like people are naturally going to leave you because it's your fault. Like Mm -hmm. there's no other option because at that age, you just don't have the cognition to understand why Mm -hmm. somebody left you. You just feel the pain of that. Um, So you tend to blame yourself because that's the only thing you can control as a kid. Um, And so having then your dad leave for an extended period of time, it's bound to bring that up and it makes sense why he he got right to the clear. If, you know, Michael brought him in and was like, here's what he said to me. Like, great. We're, you know, we're already on track. Let's, let's do some work here. Yeah. And uh, Michael is obviously upset enough where he's like, I can't really stay here anymore. The one thing he probably was like, all right. Yeah, he's really upset, and he hugged the one employee who looked slightly uncomfortable, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> yeah, but, but then she like was rubbing. Oh, his back. yeah, it was great. No, that's what happens. To countless people. He that's just seems to me like such too. a sweet, affectionate. He's such man. a sweet guy. I don't know if you've been seeing what's been going on with him on social media. No. He's getting a little dragged a little bit because he's Uh-oh. like just typing thirsty comments on Katie's pictures that are kind of out of touch. They're just not, you know, cool or whatever. Maybe they're, they're together. I don't. I don't. Doesn't really. Seem I think like it's a it. possibility. It's a possibility for sure. I don't, I wouldn't know. Anyway, so he, he they saw it, they show him going up to Katie's room and pretty quickly they break up and she knows what's coming and he gives the airport plastic stopwatch because he says time is so important on the bachelor which is a little cheesy but yeah, it was he a didn't have much didn't have much to work with. Um, could have been like a bachelor edit. I thought there was a possibility. I think like like I can see the former. You know, in the past he would have been a shoe in almost because I, I feel like this is what the producers kind of want. But I don't think this is what mainstream America would want. It's not what I want. I need more like you know. I think we brought up uh, Corinne that wants some party girls in there that just wouldn't fly. Yeah, with. like fly it would with. be a little too serious. I think yeah, for what like people are really be wanting. Anyway, really good guy. Uh, good goofy go- goofy movie guy. I think he's from the Goofy. Anyway, so couple other highlights. Uh, Brendan's fake news addiction. He wouldn't stop saying oh, fake no. news from the Canadian Googled Gross. phrases to say to be to a, a culture and accustom himself to Americans, I think. Didn't really work. Just a lot. Of, it just felt like a lot of teenage boy drama to me. Crazy Carl still not accepting his truth. 
We'll see him <laughs> on Paradise, I believe. Uh, speaking of Paradise, Connor B will be there. He had the plant with the random attractive mic'd up girl. Yeah. He just happened to have a microphone on and kissed him. And that was that whole thing. And you called that, I think, a couple weeks ago. Yep. Where that would be his kind of storyline. Yep. Katie came on, seemed robotic and a little different. That was odd. Very, but now yeah. seeing what happened Very, this yeah. episode, it kind of breaks down maybe why she was like that. And then lastly, we had Thomas continues to be political. And we see him crying in the in the, the scenes for oh, Paradise. Oh, yeah, for Paradise. Paradise I know. So we'll see how that plays out. I Again, that's, there's a lot going on You do on tend to see more of people, I think, on Paradise than it's you ever you, did on The Bachelor. They worry less about the reputation maybe too i think at times on paradise yeah it's more of a it's yeah a, well it's a goofy blake, show. that blake guy just got ripped yeah, apart I watched on that. paradise i watched that a season that was hilarious it was good <laughs> it wasn't like he was a terrible and then guy the, or anything, the like but... dean drama between kaylin <laughs> yeah he came back and they're still they're together yeah they're, they? they've been together <laughs> for a while all right anything i miss Go anything them. mta should we should we move on yeah i'm really dying to get into your thoughts about all this right. episode hometown so we open up at the beautiful resort I in mexico miss real hometowns yeah so this would have been much. really cool because obviously i'm over the stupid like setup my probably hometown. the last one that'll be like this i, I have hope to imagine. so we'll see about this whole variant everyone's talking yeah, about but already it's getting worse. this one especially <laughs> because we would have got to see edison I, know. I think that would have been really cool we would have been I, able to I see wonder things if he would have went there probably that's where he said that's where, that's where, yeah, that's where he said he was from originally but um Anyway, that town was literally five minutes from us. Like, yeah, no, it was. That's even. where I went to high school. It was. It was mm-hmm. like, I walked to school at times because it really wasn't that far. So, like I said, we open up at the beautiful resort in New Mexico for the hundredth time, and Katie says, uh, "You don't have to marry a man. Uh, oh no, you don't just marry a man. You marry his family." Mm. I guess that's true, but it doesn't have to be necessarily. I guess I'm not the type of person to say, "All right, say I fell in love with the girl, and it turned out her family was just awful." I guess for me, it would be like someone who's extreme right or extreme left people with delusional abusive tendencies. I guess I, what I'm trying to say is it would, would never be like matter to me as like a, a decision on whether or not I love someone. No, but I do remember like guys I would date, I would see some things in their family and my thought would be like, listen, our kids are not going to yeah. blah, 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 blah. And I could already foresee the problems, Patterns. you know, yeah. that could come up or the tension or the whatever. Which is part of it, right? Yeah, like I'm marrying him, but I'm it. also having to deal with like the trauma of the family, in-laws, and like them. You know, they'll have grandkids too, like all of that kind of stuff. Which yeah. is why I feel so blessed that Max's family is amazing. Yeah. Anyway, so first up is our meaty wildlife boy Blake. Uh, <laughs> definitely would have been cool too if we could have went to Canada. Uh, do you know the Canadian anthem? Oh, they played it. Canada. That is all I, know. <laughs> I don't know either. It reminds me a little bit of Serena Pitt's hometown last season. I know, that's what I was thinking. Very similar, right? She was great. I miss her. She's I not, do miss I think, her. She's on Paradise. Thought, I thought was she in the original cast though? Because I didn't I don't think she got revealed. But it's I read that she is, so maybe she like comes in a couple of Yeah, and she's with in. grocery store Joe in the promo. Oh, spoilers. Oh, in it's the promo in the promo, okay. yeah. Okay, I didn't see that. She's laying with him and that. she's like, let's just go to bed. And I was like, what the Yeah. Well, and that's cute. I always like grocery store Joe. I would have liked to get pitted, so <laughs> so anyway, you're kind of dr- grocery store Joe. I don't know who. I just heard the name and laughed my oh, ass off. You I have no idea of his personality. He went home night one on Becca's season, that I knew, but people and then ended freaked up with out because they I loved liked. him. Yeah. yeah. So now he's made this yeah. uh, next life into grocery store Joe. I wonder if Kendall's a Joe. Gemini. She she's like she's into she's on Paradise too, and they're not together. Oh, shit. That's interesting. It's gonna be. 
I see. So Katie with Blake, she says her biggest fear is spiders. And I'm like, that's the most common answer. I know. She's I like, you're like. going to laugh. I know. Like, I was like, what could it be? And then she says, spiders. Like, oh. I'm afraid, I think, if overall. I'm both because I'm, it's like snakes to me too. I When I see them, my body has that biological yeah, reaction. Yeah. Oh, fuck this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the fuck this thing is doing biochemically, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want any part of it. Spiders but then, definitely, yeah. You pull it back a little bit, and it's just so cool to me. They're both just, I think it's both of them, snakes and spiders. They move so f- differently than a bipedal I'm animal. Like, Chills on my it's spine. bizarre. They look bizarre. You know, it's just, it, they're, they're very, very spiders, cool. Spiders, really, we ha- we lived with a lot of them in our last place, and it yeah, was and like snakes. too much. I was like, and shit ton of snakes, were, uh, man. I saw the thick snake when we were moving you out. Yeah. It was re- it slithered under very slowly, and I was like, oh, that was a lot bigger than I thought the snake yeah. would be. It wasn't just some regular Jersey no. garter snake. Um, but it was really cool. Anyway, they're, they're all, all It is biological, harmless. a big biological yeah, thing. Yeah, mostly harmless. Do you know that thing with like a chicken? If you draw a line just with your finger, it'll play dead, like right in front oh, of that's it. That's cool. Because it's snakes are such out. a biological thing. Yeah, definitely something. gonna have chickens. I love when chickens run. Um, I, when I was a kid, I had this over, uh, like overwhelming, irrational fear. Like I would wake up with a tarantula on my chest. I don't know if that's from oh a my movie God, wait, or I something. Had that. What is are you talking from, about? Is it from a movie or something? Did you steal that from me? No, I definitely. Did I steal that from you? I don't think so. I don't know. Did we both have that same fear? I just know when I see tarantulas, I think about it waking up with it on my chest and. and That's what out. I would get scared. Maybe of. we talked about it as kids, and it's something yeah. that we shared. No a fear. bad dreams tonight. That's not in like Parent Trap or anything. It's in some. It's got to be something. Yeah, some kind of movie. Sounds familiar, but it's just the hair. I was always I'm sure afraid so of. So fucking um, cool, but. I was always afraid of aliens. <laughs> and I would get really scared that when mom and dad would like, when we'd all go into our rooms to like change for bed, I always thought that they went into their room, unzipped themselves, yeah. became aliens and like talked for a little bit and then zipped back up. And then my other, Goodbye I think that. it was, it was paired with, I was always scared that I would be lost in space, mm. just floating okay. like in the abyss. So of that's space. very similar, uh, similar to my biggest fear as a kid, which was, I, and my best friend talks about this, how funny it is all the time, waking up in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, something That's about my a biggest void, fear. A void. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think it's like philosophobia or something like that. But just yeah, waking up in the middle of the ocean, not seeing anyone around, is my biggest fear. Like, I mean, absolutely, stuff happened. It's probably in happened a, to someone, right? It's oh, happened to yeah. someone where they go to bed on land and all of a sudden they just wake up in the ocean. Meredith like, Blake. What the fuck? Did that happen? Parent trap. Ding ding ding. This is all just parent trap stuff. <laughs> um, anyway, so they they continue their little dart truth or dare game, which I enjoyed. I like darts. Did you notice Katie seemed a bit off with yeah. them or no? Yeah. Do you think maybe that took place after the Greg date and it was edited opposite? I, I think so because the way she was talking on the Greg date was she was yeah. saying, I have to do more of these. Exactly. So at least if not just Justin's, maybe it's because she didn't seem like herself normally, no. which is so easy and natural no. with Blake all season. Yeah, she was off the whole episode. The only thing I had, the only other thing I had, Michael A. did just leave, so that could have been the timeline. But either way, something had, some she just seemed a little bit off. But anyway, they end up doing what Katie and Blake do best, which is make out, or we can call it blaking out, probably now for Katie and and Blake. Um, Pretty sure I said it last season with Serena too. And this season with Rachel K, but Katie in the hockey jersey. Yep. yep. Don't know what it is. I made a little note. If it's like, like, again, I don't know what it is. The girl makeup on a sports jersey. That's my childhood. Maybe dad have to thank for that. Strangely (laughs) or something like that. Any girls interested in me sobbing in full makeup while wearing a sports jersey, which is that'll do. That'll (laughs) do it. It leaves you uh, you no no room for error. I noticed Blake Jersey said honey bear on it. Oh, he, I didn't see that. kind of reminds me of a bear. So that'd be yeah. cool. I, like hockey's big with nicknames. I wonder if that was his oh, nickname. Okay. Hers That's said nice. honey bee, which I thought was kind of cute. That is cute. 
Then the uh, music changes, and we see the sultry, sad face from Edison. Oh, uh, Greg seems to be losing his grippo face. on his emotions <laughs> once again and forcing his melancholy gaze upon Blake and Katie's Ooh, date. He's sick to his stomach. He's sick to his stomach, and he's been since the beginning. He's been talking about, thinking about her with other boys. There's always one. And, now, and usually it's the one with the strongest connection. Like and Rachel the cutest one a lot way. of time who hasn't not been probably not used to having a girl who's Have, even yeah. interested in any other That's kind true. of uh, <laughs> guy, in my opinion. Um, so anyway... What I wrote down was really funny. In the Denver area, I don't know if it was like that uh, for Boulder, probably the same thing. There was a flash flood warning as the yeah. scene came on, and I'm thinking, like, oh. Greg's tears. <laughs> like, it's all, like, it's all part. It's going to be Greg's tears as he oh. watches the date over the fence. The Greg Grippo flood of 2021. <laughs> He's just so intense, and it oh. definitely has a lot He's of actor a big, vibes. big feeler. Yeah, he could be a good actor if he can get into those emotions properly and he's not, you know, just being he fake needs with some it. therapy. Well, we'll get to that. Anyways, we had to meet Blake's family and Katie is wearing a children's jacket. Uh, it reminds <laughs> me of dating in middle school, honestly, because I, I feel like girls wore oh, those little cardigans. Yeah, the tiny thing. That yeah. was a big deal when I started dating. Yeah, cardigans like. were a Danielle big Petrico deal. Daniel just always and, um, had undersized clothes. Yeah, because it would stop. It was like three quarters. Yeah, I would put him on of the cropped. of the town girls, and they'd always get so upset. He's gonna rip it. He's gonna rip it. <laughs> Cardigans were a big deal at like Hollister and yeah. Abercrombie. So that's probably the timeline I'm getting is probably right, right? Like yeah, I didn't like that sweater. I didn't understand what was going on. Yeah, really. interesting. Um, I thought Blake's sister looked just like him. Yeah, yeah. I know we've talked about this before. Do you think we look alike? I think we do. Yeah, I think the phrase cut from the same cloth applies to here with Blake and not to us. His sister, you know what I'm saying? They look like they're cut from the same cloth where me and you, in my opinion, again, I'm not really looking at myself that much. Like you have to, no one would look at us and be like, oh, brother and sister. Be like, we tell them, hey, we're brother and sister. Oh yeah, I see it. I've heard more like, yeah, like they see it, but in our mannerisms, like how we speak. That makes a lot of sense, but just straight up looks. I thought Blake's sister. It's like, oh, there's no. There, he's. She's I didn't not think they were else's. that similar. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, not, she was not like from what Blake. I remember. All right. Well. <laughs> but his mom was a. Yeah, Blake's a lot. mom seems awesome. Uh, no dad around. Have do we? Did they just no. They discuss anything no, about that in the I season? Know. I don't remember anything. Absent dad. Uh, Blake's mom gave no me no dads little, this entire. Yeah, it's a dadless season. I think that's part of it to which sync up it with was Katie. last time too. I kind guess of. that's just the theme. No, Rachel's dad was there, but there was a single mom energy. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> and um, so I did think Blake's mom was awesome. Yeah, I got she was a little great. bit of like Breeze mom vibes. Yeah, even. Like, no, she was just me that too. strong, confident, weirdly like sexy. Like youthful, well, yeah. yeah, mom. So, Not like a mom mom. Yeah. Like a mom and a, a cool dad mom. mom. <laughs> yeah, like mom right? um, so there's a lot of discussion this episode about the falling in love semantics popular by The Bachelor. Yes. They love that so much. And about saying I love you. It's yes, like, have you said it? Have you said it's it? like the biggest thing in the this world. This hometown more than ever. I'm just like, and maybe it was because Katie's off. I'm like, I don't think anybody is a great match is a good match. And I think that's like coming out and it because it just sounded like especially with Blake's. He's just like every. He was trying to prove how much he loved her mm. and like talk himself into it. Yeah, it, it could be like, to the family though. Again, because uh, it's such a weird process. Yeah, I no. It just it felt more than usual. Well, you don't think that maybe could be because it was after Greg's drama that that That's could a, be no, a big I, part of it. Because totally I do right. think her and Blake are a good match overall. I think. But so you're too. right. It didn't show up as much. No, as it usually I think she does. was just off, and yeah. it makes sense. So Blake seemed like he wanted to say the famous words, but he was afraid of rejection. In my opinion, he didn't want to be rejected. I don't. I don't think he felt it. But he said it. He definitely said it over and over. He's like, I feel it. I just. I, I, I don't 
think he actually did. Maybe he sensed did. that Katie was off too. And, and yeah, this is definitely possible. Um, because at the end he said like I feel so good about you I felt and like and then he was like I just couldn't say love and I'm like uh because you don't feel it or no but I think he felt that she was off because I think distance. he was looking for a way to say it as she was getting in the car it seemed like that awkward alright where do I fit it in but it didn't come natural You're so right. it could be either way it could be sure. both but before that um, I think Blake and his mom talk and yeah. she's like um, she likes Katie a lot, and again, who wouldn't? And she tells him to man the fuck up and tell her that yeah, you love her, which was I put interesting. A little I haven't heard that in a while. It's just like it was something I heard so much as a kid. Man up, dude! But I don't, especially recently, you just no. don't hear it that much. But I do get what she's saying because if well, he is afraid, got the, she's. I think she's all into like sex positivity, which right. I get. So this isn't kind of in line with that. But she's also got that. They're from Canada, but she sounded like she was like from New York. New York. Yeah. And she had that edge, and so you mm-hmm. got a man fuck up about it, you yeah, know? Yeah, like, which I think she might have sensed. What I sensed was that he was kind of scared of the rejection, sure. I think. Which is always at this point, because it's getting down to it, you're like, it's either me or it's not, which yeah. is the whole freaking time. Yeah. But now you're really invested. Yeah. And at the point where you have to put yourself out there. And I'm, I was trying to think, because I was like, just freaking say it. Like, what's the problem? But yeah. I think putting myself in that position, it is terrifying yeah it's so, when you say it so for the scary. first time of course when you don't know how so, she's feeling i just haven't done guys. it in a while you know it has i haven't said i love you for the first time in like four years so. yeah well last time i did it i got dumped the next week so <laughs> <laughs> well and what do you think what do you mean what i think so what do you think like about that experience like i mean that's a good point i don't regret i just i i know when i feel it i'm not gonna feel bad about saying it once i say yeah. it it's nothing i could change yeah. or regret i just I, it's it felt so right at the time um but you know it's different with and every... there was a lot of talk of like well what if like other other men have said it to her yes. and you're behind and that's why she's she because she like, obviously Whoa. she makes this point to say I'm not going to say it. What if she came out and said it night one? I'm not going to say I'm in love with anyone here until the last night. And she made her intentions clear. That might have cleared some stuff up. Yeah. Uh, but that's difficult to do. And obviously retrospect yeah. is 2020. Well, uh, there used to be a rule that they weren't allowed to say it. And Ben right. Higgins was the one that broke that. Yes, yes. America's uh, sweetheart. <laughs> America's rebel. He actually said <laughs> I love you before he was allowed to. Um, anyway, so... They play hockey as a family, if you yeah, remember. And cute. Katie was good. And again, I'm a little jealous of Blake at that point. Katie's just all over really great, yeah, even out of really it or sweet. not. And uh, he knows he's not getting the I love you at the end is what I wrote down when she, he's like putting her in the car. But it was very intimate. They kissed and she seemed really into him. Yeah. So he withholds it as she drives away, whether he felt it or not. And we don't know. But anyway, then we're back from commercial and we see Justin, who's failing upwards on the season and, and the Bachelorette. And yeah, no Justin one, not even he can here. No, it. nobody <laughs> even knows why or how he's there. Yeah, he's talking with his mom on the phone. I love and, him and, a lot. Yeah, he's cool. Um, it's, again, I don't see it with Katie, so that's no, what's weird no, for me. No, but no. I'd like him as a, a, he would be cool on Paradise, I guess. He's talking with his mom on the phone and she gives the normal reaction of the boomer parent, which is like, what is happening? Yeah, what <laughs> What's going you on? Doing? You met a girl on a TV show. It's been like three weeks or whatever. And again, confusion. They won't be showing up. They don't exactly say why, if it was a choice or if it was, I th- felt to me like I'm not going on this stupid Yeah, this thing. is bullshit. And to, after I saw the memes from last season with this and the moms, I don't blame anyone for not wanting to go on no. the show subject themselves to no. all this bullshit. The dad jumps on at the end, says, we support and trust your judgment. That's nice. Very nice. So Justin's from Baltimore. 
Yeah. And he's bringing the Baltimore to New Mexico, he says. Have you, you've been to Baltimore? We said it earlier in the Yeah, just that trip. once on the eighth grade I trip. Hooters in Baltimore. Wait, I remember Hooters. that was a big deal. That's the only thing we, we really did, eighth grade trip. A couple Yankees Orioles games, me and dad went yeah, to. Yeah, I was thinking us, of though. Orioles. I don't think so. I don't think so. Went to Camden Yards, Oriole Park, whatever they call um, it now. Nothing special in Baltimore. I mean, it's kind of cool. It's a beautiful it's like a lake bay around town. they have. Yeah. But it's a lot of gangs, a lot of very gang infested area. Sure. It's always no- notoriously The Wire, great shows uh, about the about Baltimore crime scene uh they they don't show them talking much as they didn't really all season they have that kissing chemistry for sure and their banter is kind of cute i think they're cute it's i think he's like nerdy i like you don't he was able to show he's gonna have personality when you look at him and then he he does and he's like his expressions and he is funny like she said he's confident smooth like funny I thought it was great. They eat the crabs, which is cool. That's a Maryland yeah. staple. It was just like interesting because like when she ran up, it was awkward and yep. they were like, haven't seen you in a while. It's and it so, really was like, like you could tell their relationship just really isn't there. It's so obviously different than the other two. engaged in two weeks yeah, or whatever not even close. it is. Not even close. It was like more than ever. Maybe it's because like this is the longest, you know, most real relationship I've ever been in that I'm looking at the show like, what the fuck am i watching yeah yeah yeah, totally (laughs) i'm just like this doesn't work yeah Um, anyway (laughs) it's true sorry but no you're right anyway uh, in like full obsession about the episode (laughs) he's got his two friends there instead of the oh my god herb what herb his friend which one was that the black one yeah the black guy yeah he was i mean they didn't say much what i love him they were so what are you saying was just so average i thought i I thought he was really cool okay i I would want to be his friend Oh, that's yeah, that's fine with me. But and I Michael just, Phelps, I look I have for no like this is your is. best chance. Like this is your chance to be on TV. I want something. It's just me projecting. He had a class. He had a classic line that was in like every promo of this episode. Oh, but what was that? Um, something where Justin was like, "There's still time," and he was like, oh, "There's yeah. still time. There's two weeks." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all serious. Saying what everyone in America's thinking. Yeah, but it's like they used him over and over again. I was like, look at Herb. We still don't just know much about Justin, though. Even talking to his friends, no, only that he just keeps himself guarded normally and isn't outward with his emotions. And they've never seen him like that with a woman, which I thought was really cute. I think they do have a relationship. Yeah, there just hasn't been enough time compared to the other ones, and they haven't shown it. If there has been, that that always has something to do with it. Which is like, which just sucks. Like, I do hope. I just. They need a production reboot. I think we talked about that yeah. a little bit this season. Yeah. I think they need to get some younger minds in there and see what the younger kind of audience would want. Because, again, we want more of the bloopers and the real moments. I feel like the older generation might want more of the dinners and the conservative kind of value. Kind yeah. of thing. I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm really not sure. I can only go off of what I want. I, I mean, the one friend said that they've never seen him so affectionate with the PDA, like you were saying. And are you comfortable with PDA? Um... You might have talked about this last season. Yeah. Yeah. You are? Yeah. Yeah, I can. It, I, I wasn't for, for years and years and years. Now it's, I can care less about anyone else. But for in like high school, I didn't want to like be kissing in the middle of a party or something. I probably after my friends making fun of me is what I was Ooh, scared there's of. There's a bad memory <laughs> of me at one of uh, Chris Richards' famous parties. Oh, yeah, Chris Richards. Shout out. Yeah, shout out at the famous quote unquote. You making out with someone on the hay pile? down. There was a lot more going on than making out, unfortunately. And I like think about it from time to time, and I'm like, why did I think that was okay? And then the whole week after at school, and this is when I was going to parties with a grade older than me. Yeah, I remember like the 
guys I always thought were cute and attractive from like the grade above me were like, Jamie Quayle had a good weekend in the hallway. The <laughs> oh God. Whole and how did that make you feel? At the time? Did you, um, you, part you, of you me, get pretty embarrassed. Part of me was like the um, attention. I, I really felt in with that group yeah. and it felt so fucking good. Yeah, I could see that. That no, they were all. <laughs> I I know. <laughs> but I, I liked that feeling of being noticed. I think, you know, I went from really not yeah, being shy and not liking to myself me. to like being like, whoa, okay, people are yeah. noticing me, they know who I am, and being really embarrassed, like, why the fuck would I ever do that? Yeah. But it was more the opposite. Yeah, I can see that. I yeah, you know me, I love especially in high school, any attention was good attention. So yeah. if someone brought that up to me, I'd be like, yeah. oh, you knew me, you know, awesome. Um, interesting. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, Justin does say the words. Yeah. He's the first one, if I remember the first one I'm that Katie likes back that says, I feel like love. I'm falling in love with you and they kiss and no response from Katie, which we know is now calculated. And again, I'm fine with that overall. No, it was no, a no. great. Okay. See, this is, we're going to get into it when we talk about Greg, but let me mention this now. You can't, well, okay. So the rules used to be, you don't say it. And I think that was known. And now I think that's changed. Because it's such a big deal every season I've watched. I've never yeah, seen a season where they don't. When, when the lead finally says that, it's like, oh, okay. Like, now we know what's this going on. This is serious. On. And I understand Katie making that choice. I think she's right. I don't understand not explaining that to any of the yeah. men. Yeah, if she did, they didn't show it. Because, and we'll get to it with Greg, if you are saying, like, you're opening up and you're vulnerable and you're saying the scary-ass thing and somebody just looks at you and nods, and then you leave, you're like, what the? F-? Like, yeah. oh my God. Like, yeah. uh, I don't know. If she were like to say like, you know, I really want to share how I'm fully feeling. She was like, like talking around it. I want her to say like how she really feels and just say, she but I am, just so you know, I am saving, saying yeah, like these I said words in the fully. I just don't think it's like, I just think that'd be so much more up front. It seems so easy. It's hard in the moment, probably, but it seems so... Is it? I don't no, know. No, no. I, I mean, it seems incredibly easy for her to just... Stay. I don't know when she made that decision that she was going to do that. There's I think all it better in the ass, honestly. Yeah, it definitely did. And we'll get more into that yes, in a little bit. But I didn't feel like... I'm more Justin. With her and Justin, I, I did feel like it, it, it didn't seem like that much of a shutdown. It felt like... Because I've no, seen no, no, that no, happen... No, not with Justin. Yeah, okay. So, anyway... Um, anything else on Justin before we hit the most dramatic hour of season 17? <laughs> um, no, I just felt like they would be a good fit if they had more time. Yeah, if they were just like we're hanging out with no relationship, I, I think, think they could be like a perfect. him more than any of them would, you know, be on the chopping block. Yeah. Okay, so like I said before, I'm bummed, firstly, because it would have been so cool to see how they displayed Edison. Yeah. I don't know. There probably would have been something that we, we recognized. He did some good Jersey stuff. Yeah, he did some really good like, Jersey he stuff. He did more like down the shore stuff. Which yeah, is... Spring Lake for him, I think. I've, oh, is I've, it? I've seen him. As his, uh, he's, he's rich, too. Uh, it's a really beautiful beach town right next to Belmar, um, where we would go to the beach when we were kids with my friends. Anyway, they do the Jersey staple. They eat the pork roll, egg, and cheese. Yeah, I loved that. Uh, we discussed that. Tandem um, bike. Uh, a last season's hometowns. Uh, we went over our hometown and, yeah. and how big uh, pork or leg and cheese for, for us was growing mm-hmm. up on a bagel from the bagel pantry. No. I probably had five or six when I was home. <laughs> yeah. That's like less than I usually have. I had home. one gluten and everything and I had no problem. There was one was so time. I don't know if you remember. Good. It was like maybe the last morning of the second last morning. You guys all 
every day we were getting pork legs, bacon, egg, and cheese every single day. And Dad the last was. day came, yeah, it was whoever I was with, Joey, whoever I was with was getting one every day. And the last day we're getting orders for food. It's the last kind of day. And Lynn gets something, a sandwich. You get a sandwich, Dad. I'm like, and I, I almost had a minor freak out. I was like, how are you guys fucking eating this much? And I realized it's because I was so jealous because I can't eat like that anymore. I feel like shit all day. You probably you don't remember this. It was the it was like the I'm, Dad and Lynn were getting sandwiches. Day. I wasn't maybe but eating whatever any. It was. And I, I had Cheerios. After <laughs> I said that, even Lynn like, oh, I don't need anything. <laughs> like after oh. that, I was like, wait, no, I didn't mean to do that. And then the next day, I was well, you like, also Why did I freak like out so much? you were freaking out about how much you always freak out about how much we eat yes. because you only eat like two meals two a meals, day, and I feel like I that's too much even at times. You have your own right. I'm whereas, a weird like, eater. I have to eat three meals a day or else I'm yeah. toast. Right, right, right. And it's the bread recently that's been like it's my favorite food, and I just realized like I you know I I can't I just can't do it, and I was just so jealous at the time. I just okay. wanted to be able to enjoy yeah. this pork leg and cheese and not worry about. It. I knew it was gonna fuck me up all day. So no, like, I anyway. had the one, and I was like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. So they have Italian ice, and I was like, is that a Jersey thing? I, I guess it's kind of a short thing. I can't remember seeing it in many other places in Italian oh, ice. Oh, we went to Rita's all the fucking time, yeah. and the the dispute when I went to Penn State was they called it water ice. Got it. So maybe it's a little different. Even it might be a little that different. Jersey Philly thing. It. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, it might be. Yeah, I think that's. I think it's, it's a bigger I guess deal. It's Jersey, they did like Jersey lemonade. Um, he says Surfing his, his dad was his basketball, basketball coach, which I can relate to. Obviously, yeah. good old Frank Rippa. It's a that great was, name, right? Frank yeah, Rippa. Yeah, I thought it was really sweet how he was like, "You showed me about your dad." Yeah. Oh, it was perfect at this point. Kyle, at this I have point. Conflicting <laughs> feelings. R.I.P. Frank Grippa, though. Which, yeah, which you should, really. If, if someone's being honest, there's no one going to be like, uh, if, if everyone's just like checking every box and just amazing, I'm like, who is this guy real? If anything, the scene that we're about to discuss felt very real to me. If yes. I, but compared to anything else. I'm more, I, okay. Let's, let's, yeah, because they do the Jersey rain kiss to compliment the Seattle one again very wonderful, cute wonderful. Uh, we met his family family was great he's got the typical Doesn't hot look jersey like mom any of his no siblings. this is what I was going to say compared to Blake it was so different I said remember what I uh, cut from the same cloth they were cut from different cloth I was all like, of his brothers could be I thought from his different friend families. was his brother and yeah. then they showed his actual brother and I was like what I think they're all I think he's a lot younger I was than thinking them. because actually the one white skinny guy looked kind of familiar and I was like, oh, man, did I go to St. Joe's oh, with him? Possibly shoot. if he's that much younger, four or five years younger, Maybe. the timelines would match up. But it's got to be, I was thinking, too, they weren't, they were like very average looking people. And Greg is a smoke show, let's be honest. So I that's got to be I didn't rough, even right? think he resembled them. You, you, I, then that's got to be kind of hard. You see your brother is really attractive and you're sure. not. Like, they weren't ugly, so it's probably not as bad. But you've seen some sibling relationships where the one is like super yeah. ugly like you. And then I'm really attractive. Hey, so like, you're, you're completely joking. Maybe only in fifth grade. No, I think we like. <laughs> kind of jumped over where like one's more attractive than the other okay. probably not the whole entire life. I don't really think about it. Well it doesn't really matter. <laughs> and so anyway, um they were a nice, nice Jersey family, his big Jersey family. The sisters send videos and he's weeping and I have to think most girls watching at this point love Greg. They're just like, all oh, these dates, he's so sensitive, he's crying, he loves his family, this big Jersey family. Again, this Frank Grippo family. I can't think of a better Jersey name than that. It's just the most Jersey family name I've ever heard. So the brother, Joe, talks with Katie about Grippo pushing down his grief yeah. with his dad. I found that pretty interesting. And it can make sense to how he reacts in this relationship. There's right. probably some uh, things there. And while that's going on, Greg is talking to his older brother, who I think I might have went to school with. I'll have to check in. Maybe not. Uh, Mom asks Katie where they stand. And Katie says she hates to use the word front runner. Yeah. I was surprised she even said that. Because she used it. I mean, it's like, I don't yeah. want to use it, but she used it. She says, Greg will be here and next week. 
Yeah, and on their date, in the like the uh, interviews behind the scenes, she's like, "I'm definitely falling in love with yeah. him." Like it was very clear. Yes, I thought it was. It should have been clear to Greg too. But either way, let's let's we'll get see. to this point here. Also, I says, wrote that this was the most genuine and down to earth hometown feeling. Yeah, like they felt. Like they really had love for each other, mm-hmm. and this I was agree. the most open it's I've ever seen. The Greg, strongest connection, yeah, and it's uh, getting really real. I think at this point, family, yeah. When she's talking, still talking to the mom, she says Greg will be here next week, and at this point, I'm like, this is over. Like, Greg, yeah, like, you and don't even says, have to watch next week. And Greg says to his mom that he's in love, and that they've talked. Oh no, he says it to his friend that he's fully in love. He's fully invested in they like, like they've this. talked about logistics about mm-hmm. she's going to move to New York like yeah. all these things. Yeah, he, his mom says that Greg has the light back on and that Yeah, and I'm like tender. this is like the when we started seeing like oh Rachel K is definitely going to win like yeah. it'd be shocking if she wouldn't yeah. because you the could just tell so much farther along Which is usually this makes sense like you yeah. already have a pick but All right, here we go. <laughs> Let's slow it down. Katie and Greg talk, and she says she says that she loves how she makes him happy again. And he brings up his dad, and he's crying. Yeah, big grief came up. He yeah. felt like he lost a part of himself. He says, I didn't think I'd fall in love with you, but yes, I am in love with but you. I, and he says, I'm in love, I'm with, in love you with you. There for was the no first, falling. There no, was no, I might fall. For the first time. That's as big as it gets, right? There's no, he says, I am in love with you. There's no next He's level. never been this vulnerable and what happens next is Katie is looking so cute as she does, deeply looking into his eyes and wipes away the tears. And Greg's teary eyes are inviting Katie to say it back. You can tell they're just like hungry. Is that hungry eyes? Isn't that a song? Say, say something. Anything. <laughs> yeah. Right. And uh, and again, it's just she's still like not saying anything. And he goes, what? And, and she goes, nothing. I just love looking at you. And Okay. <laughs> it's so difficult Bang. to me i guess knowing what she said to mom we saw that so i was like oh, okay that was a very cute thing to say because we because i knew how katie felt about yes greg. where greg maybe perhaps was looking at something differently because he didn't know at that point because immediately he goes back to homeostasis sad greg face like immediately Boom, he yes. saw Big the light down. the light that his mom said was just back it was just Whoop. gonzo just like a switch and that was very immediate anger comes up um and then she says you know how i feel about you right and he like sadly head nods and she says we're close it's almost over it'll be hard and that's what she's been telling herself she's like it's going to be worth it. Let's just keep going through this process. Can you just go through this process without hearing me say it? Is kind of what she's saying through her words, but didn't say enough to him for him to know that. So you, what do you think about that exact? Um, I have so many fucking thoughts. Yeah. He obviously, so in this moment, what happens is he needs more reassurance. Yes. Do we know that she's communicated anything like the falling in love or you're the one? I think we know she doesn't. She hasn't is pretty clear. And that obviously is a very big need for Greg. Like you can tell that's a really big need. But nobody neither of them are saying it to each other. (laughs) And so what's happening is a miscommunication, I think fully, of needs where he wanted in that moment, he wanted to communicate and say, like, you need to Say you need to say yeah, something is, in return. Do you feel this way? Like this feels like you don't. This because has he didn't shifted say from a contest to me to real life. Is yes, what he like should he, have said. He met, she met her, his family, like all of this. He's really fully into it, and she didn't say anything, and that's terrifying to him. You could see his insecurity with that. Oh yeah, this whole so insecure time. About it, yep. 
And then she has no idea that that's what he's needing. And she, I think in her mind is feeling so confident yeah, in their relationship like, oh, the, the, that the, is just, she's like, Oh, what he must be feeling is that it's hard for him to stay here while question, he's dating other people. The question for her wasn't whether or not uh, she feels it. It was whether or not he feels it. The question for him, what wasn't whether he feels it. It's, it's whether, whether she, she feels, feels it. it. And neither of them are saying this so obvious thing. No. Jamie, what this scene did for me was I can't tell you how big I related to it with my relationship with Lauren. My, oh. It was that scene happened a hundred times with us where we weren't addressing the actual thing. Right. I don't know. It's not, you can't, can you call it gaslighting? All right. We'll get to that in a little bit. Cause there's, there's so much that's going on here again. Um, it's well, just, no, because this is the scene where she notices the shutdown and she says, I can tell you're not happy. Greg wants her to say, fuck the other guys. Let's do this. I, why do you need Greg any? wants her to know what's happening without him having to say yes, it. Yes. And that's what I think in my high school relationship we needed. Which is a very immature, immature way of so being immature. in a relationship. 1000%. And. It's his ego. It's his ego. Is, and he's, can't really and he did this. get a little aggressive. He was saying like, why do you think I. Yeah. Why do you think I'm doing that? Yeah. Well, why do you think I'm doing that? It was manipulative. That? Rather weirdly. than saying, well, yeah, like you didn't say anything to me, but yeah. he really, but that was his way of almost like testing her mm -hmm. to see if she would give like know him or understand him. And it was like, she was like, uh, what? Yeah. Like, she's confused as fuck. She's really confused and she's not like asking him to clarify or says, she doesn't know how to handle it. He says, I just don't get how you don't know it's me and you at the end at this point. And I get it. And it's like, this is why it's complicated. Again, breaking news. Love is very complicated, especially when it's intended purpose is ultimately to make a billionaire more money who owns ABC. But anyway, they're talking in the dark. You remember that yeah, scene, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is a nice cinematic symbolism. I think, for that for that for that kind of conversation and again he's telling her without telling her that he needs to hear it and she's not getting yes. it because you can't expect her to get it no because she's on a totally different page yeah and at this point the, for the first time she leaves without saying it and he's so banged up obviously he's freaking out and before more drama we got greg and blake conversation <laughs> And which we didn't need, but Greg says he's not handling it well. And I think this was interesting, actually. I thought Blake is like, um, he's like, I'm gonna go and get a workout in. Yeah. So you see him channel that uncertain energy. Yeah. Uh, and then Greg channels it in a kind of immature way where he kind of like brings up the, the rage. He goes up and talks to Katie, uh, obviously not in a he's really upset. great mental state. And I have to say, Greg has my outfit on looking way better in it than I do. <laughs> than skinny black jeans and the olive jacket. Sure, sure. Uh, chill out, Greg. But anyway, nevertheless, he knocks on Katie's door. And Katie knows immediately, like, this can't be good. He's no, not going there for a good reason. Had, and she's you know, devastated immediately. Michael. But wants to know what he says. Again, it didn't feel great to me. He just goes like... Just wanted to talk, obviously, about the other night. And Katie's like, okay. And he doesn't say anything. I think he just brought this up. And Katie's like, you seem not okay. And immediately he goes into, what do you mean? Tell me what you mean. Like, kind of like, no, buddy, you came here and want to talk. Say something. Like, you can't just get, have her, I guess, in a perfect world, you want your partner to guess what you're saying. But that's not a healthy, mm -hmm. mature way no. of looking at it. So you have to communicate what's going on. And he's almost manipulating her to try to get her to say what he wants without telling her what he wants or what he needs. And then he finally does express what happened, which I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah, like took, he's finally saying, which sometimes it does take people a little bit longer than in the, it's hard to say things like that in the moment. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I totally understand, like if he came, and this is what I thought this conversation was to be, for him to say, 
listen, I told you I loved you and that was really intense and vulnerable for me. And you kind of just stared at me. That didn't feel good. And he did eventually say that. But and she obviously was like, oh, my gosh, like I, no I did not. That's not how I felt. And he did not. There was no receiving. Accept. He just kept blaming. He didn't go up there to get the communication on the same page. I no, he he went up there. So, OK, his rejection wound was triggered. Mm-hmm. And so rather than try and work it out. He was like, I'm going to reject her. I'm going to get even. I'm out of here. That's exactly I'm what I wrote done. down. Yeah. And then she was getting, re- she just heard, I'm done. And she froze. And like, she went I think her she went into, <laughs> she went into her rejection wound, which is a freeze response, which is, I can't think. I don't know what to say. Yeah. I don't know what even what you're talking about. I don't even know what you're really trying to say yeah, or what's right, going on. Because everything is so dressed you're kind up. of being unclear. Mm-hmm. And he's saying the same thing over and over again, just giving her big like one thing after the other of how she fucked up yeah and that sends her more into the, like like what are what's going on yeah. and it was just like trigger 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 and there was there was gaslighting happening yes there was blaming happening there was like he made up his mind and it didn't feel like anything she could say would no, help he, it in my but mind then he, he was but he kept going like yeah. he wanted her to say it something. was an actor thing it was like a big dramatic I'm going to hurt her because she hurt me. It, that's really what it is. Not I want to show how hurt this. I am. Yeah. And I want her to feel like this too. I think there's something there too. I want her to hurt now because I was hurt instead of going Do up I think for this was all unconscious? 100%. Yes. 1000. Yeah. I don't like I don't like It just seems so real because I had been there. I had just been there. I was saying well, I to- and I totally get it too just being in a relationship. But he's too like, old for this. I don't think so. He sh- I mean, I, in a perfect world, you're right. He's, he, it's not fair to say that, but a perfect world, I you should be past this. If you haven't, got, this is un- unfortunately most people's relationships and a lot of men too, it, their whole life. Mm-hmm. If you don't, like there's gaslighting, manipulation, abuse that yeah. happens whole life. And it just happens when you don't really understand what I like, 1, a healthy percent, relationship I, This is, is great that you said this because when I heard the term gaslighting and, and found out what it was 10 years ago, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I was fucking gaslighting. Yeah. Lauren, Lauren, call in and talk about when I gaslighted. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like anything extreme ever, but it was just, it's so, it's minor, but it's major really, it but it, it is, seems it minor in the moment. And that's kind of what I felt. And it's Fred a specific too. thing now in our, in it's like so the zeitgeist how everyone's so now aware of it. that it's a big deal because a it is thing. a very insidious small form of abuse. Manipulation and abuse. Of mental and emotional abuse mm-hmm. that we're trying to get, which is great, ahead of. It's so good. And like, I just like really wanted to mediate this conversation yeah, right? so bad yeah. and like slow the fuck down. Yeah. You're feeling yeah, that's hurt. Couple You're feeling there. ambushed. Like, we need to, like, take this down a level. Yeah. Like, what is this? What is really happening here? Like, are you wanting to work it out? Or are you just wanting to hurt? It just came off as mo- way more immature like, than Greg has looked all season. Yeah. When well, it became real. Way more anything than yeah, Greg's right. looked all season. Heightened, it just yeah. came out of... I mean, meeting with your family, too, can be a big deal. And Yep. And it just got you know, so real. From, it was... You know, she mentioned the whole time. She was like, I'm worried you're going to leave was kind of her vibe with him the whole time. And it took till it got really, really But on the other side too, I was like, well, she's not fucking saying anything. She's not saying anything. She's not saying. What could she have said? I, if you have somebody coming up saying, I said, I love you. And I felt like I got nothing. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'd go and sit right next to them, hold their leg or their hand and be like, 
that is not what I meant at all. Yeah. I care about you so deeply. Yeah. I've just made this pledge that I'm not saying I love you to anybody. And she, it's great that she stuck to her laurels in that way, but she needed to communicate that yes. too. Yes, and I would have been like, I, I know this is hard for to not hear it back. As much as I can say without saying it, I want, that's what I'm trying to communicate right now. Yeah. I totally understand that I missed you and I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, is that like, what else do you need from yeah, me? Yeah, what can I do? Like, the, you need to communicate what you need yeah. from me because I, I didn't even, I wasn't even Which aware. is hard too because then she's putting herself out there to be rejected as well. She can kind of sense that she might that's not do anything. Great, that's the whole fucking point well, of our duh, relationship. yeah, I know, that's but like it's the just, only option. It's, it's just not easy is my point, I guess. It's just and not I think like, and the other part is too, like, I just wonder if we didn't, I just think we haven't seen more of their, I think maybe Greg needed more reassurance yep. than was necessary. Probably. And like, she, Again, so in her mind, she's like, he doesn't need anything else from me. I've given him like all the stuff yeah, in the world without knows, saying Yeah, and she I'm in love with him. He's the front runner, this and that. And she knows this, but she hasn't communicated it. A lot of times you can think, and well, you should he know just, this too. she said... It was just like any little word she said, he was yeah. like very micro, like, see, that's what I'm saying. Right. Like, I'm your number one. There was nothing one. getting in. Why, is it, why am I your number one? That means like the rose, all oh, this doesn't matter. It's like, well, buddy, like she's on contract yeah. and this is a reality. This is what you came to Like, do. you want her to just like leave with you right now or like, what do you want to happen? Yeah. Like, it was just a lot of anger and blame projected really when he was just hurt yeah. <laughs> right hurt and it's like, I mean, like it's, yeah. which i now understand is a complete red flag of like anytime he's hurt this is what's gonna happen this is what's gonna happen yeah, that's no good and, I, and again this might be dumb this is me projecting myself a little bit but hot 27 year old guy is on a different plane than the mature 31 year old woman sure i think that's oh. true yeah. I think there's a, well, there's a, a gap thing here. from the beginning that I was like, I just don't think age wise it's yeah. going to work out. Right. It did, and I think, you know, off the show. That for, was just, it was so intense. I, I've never seen, like, I, I feel like he went from like zero to 60. Oh, definitely. Without a doubt. He had been showing little traces of that maybe, or he's just a big hold it in guy too. Cause he had that sad face and she had mentioned things on the date that we didn't see and the group dates where maybe he was a little sultry and, and they didn't really show that, but they he talked also, about He also like it. went into his date. So we think, having seen Blake and Katie kiss, but then didn't say anything about it. And like, I feel like people in the past will be like, I, you know, I'm really coming to terms that you're dating two other people. And it's like, but that's what she's like. You just have to trust. And yeah. And I can, and honestly, there was a thing here. Obviously, uh, Greg ends up leaving and he's gone as far as we can tell. And there was something where this is like, okay, you know what? This might be a good in the long run for Katie because this doesn't seem like a healthy style of relationship, especially for what she's looking for. And yeah. if this is going to happen with they fight, fighting is important as a couple, right? You need to fight in the right way a lot of times. And this didn't just seem like, again, just so high school, early college to me. So... I don't know. Yeah, no, it I, felt I a little bit too explosive, but I think the nature of the fight is a common relationship fight. Yeah, at absolutely. Any age of like, I felt rejected by you, but because I didn't communicate my needs, I wanted you to fulfill them. Now we just need. It. I really felt like a communication problem. Like yeah. I was screaming at the TV. Like internally, I was just like. Just pause, like you both like right. are just mis- missing each other. Like you're both yeah. are just missing. I did think and I know like Katie really saying anything. could have done a little better, but I think she did a lot better than Greg At the same did. T- yeah, she, well, she got bombarded with yeah. a shit ton of yeah. emotion she, and blame she, and blindsided and and pressure. It yes. was really intense. Yeah. So 
you know, no. and she's being filmed and like is, is trying to stick to her values. Katie of like, was kind of saying, just just stop and say what your soul wants to say. Yeah, just say it yeah. out, communicate. I think she even said something along those lines. And it's just a lot of ego dressing that was going on. And I, I, I think she goes, she's like, okay, are you saying that you're done? And his response is so weird. He goes, he's like, I don't know. uh, 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 Yeah, it's exactly what I feel like is what happened. I was like, whoa, that didn't, your face didn't even match what was happening here. No, because this is what's happening is she's calling him out and saying, you're upset. What's going on? Or you know how I feel about you, right? Or are you, is this what you're doing? And he's not giving a clear answer because he's afraid to actually say how he feels, right? Like it's, yeah, it's like. I don't want to say, like, I'm saying I'm leaving, but I don't want that. Yeah. And so now you're confused and I'm not getting what I want. So I'm getting more upset and I'm going to, you know, it's going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy of she rejected me yeah. when I'm creating the rejection. Right. Like none of this had to happen. It seemed again, just like at all. PTSD for me from the early Ooh. parts of relationships and just fascinating. And it was like, it's almost like, I think in the first episode we said there's something with Greg and maybe it was the music, the editing or whatever. I think he's exactly what we thought he was. He is this good, really good guy. Great catch that really maybe hasn't dealt with his grief in the most psychologically advanced way. Don't blame him for that. It's not fair. Um, and also maybe has just gotten, kind of every woman he's wanted, I think, and in a I lot of ways. I just want to say, like, the way he's been talking and his family, like, about him being sad lately or being kind of down and unhappy and, like, not having his light. And then they kind of would casually say, you know, and I think a lot of it had to do with his dad yeah. dying. But it sounded like more. Yeah. It sounded like it wasn't just Very about... That's a tough time for early the 20s. dad, and the, it is. And then to go into this experience and have this person you think take it all away because they're super happy you're happy now and it's like that's not really how it works no like, there's some there was some demons well what he was something he with. said interestingly was that something about filling a hole in his heart yeah and that's not healthy right no. and, and to my first instinct is like oh it's beautiful but then once you learn more about psychology and grief you're not going to feel that hole of your dad missing or whatever it is missing with the woman. And it's a compliment, what's you, right? What's happening then is putting Katie on this pedestal of it's her job to fill this hole, to fill this hole and make sure he's always has a light and is always happy. And that does not work out well for anybody. No. And you get the very bachelor okay, okay. thing. So I got to say my first initial reaction was I was blaming Katie. That's interesting. I was blaming Katie for not saying anything. I was like, he's completely in the right. He's really upset. Um, I saw people on Instagram saying how manipulative and gaslighting. I got upset. I was like, what? And I've no- I noticed I have a big blind spot mm. when it comes to that. Because I think the way I'm in relationship, I'm, I'm way, I take way too much responsibility okay. for how I quote unquote make somebody else feel, even though mm-hmm. I have no power to make anybody feel anything like right. they choose how they react and all of that. But I notice that in myself and my relationships, I often feel like everything's my fault. Even if I go into a conversation feeling angry and like, this is how I feel and this is what I need to communicate. I oftentimes with friends, anybody I'll leave having apologized yeah, that's more weird. than stick up for myself. I wonder if that's how Katie felt too a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And it, cause she, she was sitting at his knee begging yeah. and like, I didn't see that at first as wrong. I was like, yeah, well she fucked up and I'm just like, that is Oh my gosh. Cause I didn't have that response. At I'm, all. I'm very much noticing cause I checked in with my friends and even Emily was like, 
man, I could really see some like toxic abuse like happening in the future. I'm like, fuck. Like yeah. I really, good thing I'm not a couple therapist because <laughs> I have a big blind spot That's when it comes yeah, to that kind of stuff. On you. Um, it just, to me, it, my instinct was Greg is very immature. Katie. I've got my own rejection. Have <laughs> we all do. Katie could have handled it like more perfectly, I guess, but that yeah, wasn't but fair. No, it's not fair. So I that think, on her. yeah, I do think more for me, Kate, uh, Greg so, came out looking a little lesser to me. Yeah. Um, so he ended up walking away yeah, very without, dramatic. very dramatic and immature. Actor, that, at, so actor. Yeah, it was very, I, I've been an improv class Jersey actors. Shore boy walking yeah. <laughs> away. And so she's pissed yeah. and goes to the bathroom. Doesn't Rightly even want to talk so. to Caitlin, which I'm like, great because Caitlin's probably, you know, she's trying to get her on TV, which, right, which she had to kind of talk her down from. Yeah. And, and she's doing the whole, I'm done thing. I'm done. It's another thing that brought fuck up. My flight home. <laughs> I fuck my flight home. I'm done. It's intense. <laughs> and, we really don't know how yeah. it's gonna how it's gonna be. Katie except- was so cute crying in the bathroom. Jesus, they always are. She's, she's so adorable because she obviously really loved him, and she's like, "Did I do the right thing? Did I do about this and that?" But like, here's ah. here's what's open ended. They didn't show Greg fully leaving. They did not. Um, scenes from next time are a little bit up in the air, mm-hmm. and um, there was a montage. Did you watch? Oh my god, brutal! Did they do that ever? Because that no. was brutal. No, That's hard. and I'm watching this, and I'm like, they're showing a montage of their relationship, yeah. which they never. And it was gorgeous. They it never was so do. cute, the whole thing. Which makes I want to see that every time. They are together. I thought. See, my take on it was different. It was like. Greg was going on and on saying about how he doesn't know how she feels. And he look oh. at this. Oh my fucking God. Look how she, everything she is so obviously in oh, love with you. Love and I think oh, the producers okay. were kind of like, here, Greg, here, this is why I fucking, this is what you missed. I think there's going to be a big after the final rose, yeah. something that happens. I don't know. And. Ooh. Yeah. It was just the last 20 minutes of the show I was watching. Thank God. The because the, the first couple, the first half, I was like, oh man, this must be how Kyle feels, where I'm like, I'm kind of losing yeah, interest. I'm over it. Nothing really feels real. And then this happened. I was like, ooh, I wanted, I wanted another huge. hour of the fight. <laughs> was, I wanted another hour of like what happens. <laughs> yeah. I tried to look up spoilers because I couldn't fucking take it. Yeah. Couldn't find anything. Nobody oh, knows what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I have no idea. <laughs> We'll she's, see if she. I don't think she's well, gonna go through with she's it. She's at the confessional and she goes, "I think I've officially lost Greg." She says that, and uh, man, I don't know. Again, it doesn't seem like he was ready, no matter what happened. Like even if Greg said, "Okay, Katie, you tell me right now that you love me, you're in love with me, and I'll take back everything I said and leave," and then say she says, "Okay, Greg, you know what? I love you." In my mind, he would have thought up another excuse to, to, to mm. get out of there. You I didn't think, say fast enough. I don't think he but was. But what yet. about why did you hesitate? Right. I don't think. Did you, is, are you even telling me the truth? There was yeah. no level of reception. I think you entered the conversation with that. There was just no penetration going on in the brain of Greg. Which is, yeah. Um, I thought it was really funny throughout the season. Uh, girls on Reddit would talk about getting Gregnant. They wanted to get Gregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they still feel that way. Either way, he's still I mean, yeah. so attractive. He's just so cute. He I kept looking really at him. Cute. I was just like, I would have been like, all over him with the Jersey Shore like, if that yeah, this guy's really, ever happened. Really attractive. 
Um, anyway, <laughs> so nothing we can do about it. We don't it know now. what's going to happen. Like you said, no, they left I it a little open ended. My instinct is not the same as yours. I don't. I think we'll see the last of Katie and Greg. Is my instinct, but I wouldn't be super shocked do if you it think doesn't she's, happen. Do, what do you think about Blake and Justin? I think, think she'll pick Blake, and she'll be like, "This is going to be all worth it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to run through the process this far. I have this connection with Blake. Yes, crazy shit happens. Crazy shit happens every season. Of the Bachelor. Let me try to pick Blake and, and see. I can't see her looking at Blake and being like, "No," at this point. But I we'll agree. see it. Oh my god! We have next, next week, week and that's then it. the week after that they go right into paradise. There's oh no my break. god! I know. So I guess three hour do, finale next week. And there's never there's never much to do in the last. It's just you know at this point you're choosing who's who's left. So I guess we'll, the um, after the final rose will be pretty interesting no too. Fucking fantasy suites. Well, you don't think so? Maybe they'll just do both. I, I think so. They'll do both. The they guys only have will three get three hours to do it after the final rose. But like I said, there's not much content the between the f- fantasy suites and the finale, which is like a, it's an hour of, her, of them walking up to the altar and then the, the big dramatic. There won't be. I don't think there will be a, pro, a pro, proposal. Maybe. I don't but think it's not. So. Her, it's not her choice. So if he picks Blake, well, there's this one scene that of Tasha saying, "If you don't, if you're not sure, if you don't feel this, I don't think." Like, maybe you should just go home or yeah. maybe you should be done. And I think she's talking to Blake. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. We don't, we just don't know. We're I trying guess we'll to guess. have to find we out. Yeah, know. we have, um, next, we don't have time for email the quails this, this no, time. We'll we have went to do for it another next hour. We'll do right. it next week or on Paradise, but we'll save yeah. it. It's a good one. So we'll save it for a good time. Um, yeah, that's it. We'll see. Woo. We'll see. Katie's mom comes in next week. We'll see what she has to say. Yeah, Offer some support. I'm looking to, sure. looking forward to see that psychological pattern and we'll see how it plays out. Justin in the final two failing upwards. Justin. <laughs> he's somehow, he's like, like he's that. waking up. He's like, where am I? He's like, how did I get, how did I get here? <laughs> Katie walks up and he's like, oh, I'm dating her. Okay. Right, that's the, that's, that's, that's cute. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, it seemed like two good guys. Uh, I feel sorry for Greg. Hopefully he's doing okay now. I'm sure he'll be fine in the long run. Maybe you can look at that. I can see Greg seeing that and being like, oh, man, you know, maybe I didn't handle that. Great. I can see him having the level of self-awareness as opposed to like a Vicky who would watch last season. I wonder if he's even watching. Also very possible. It would be hard for me to watch for sure. Bachelor in Paradise new promo. Abigail kisses a girl. I have to say that. What? I don't know if that promo- you didn't see that. No. It was like uh, it was. They were talking girls are kissing girls. Guys are kissing guys. It was like, oh, I was like okay. No, I didn't. This did promo see that. was made for me. For a person, I guess Abigail kisses a girl. And David like, Spade's there. Oh god, I can't wait. I'm so excited. I can't tell you how excited Holy I am. Shit. I, I, last time I was like, even when I was watching last time, I was like, I'm not gonna watch Bachelor in Paradise. And then halfway through, I'm like, this is incredible. <laughs> and so this time, I kind of know everyone. I didn't know everyone last now, time. Now, yeah, it's even better. I didn't better know anyone. Now. I got to know most of them through cool. that first Paradise, and that was two years ago. And now I know like all the guys coming. Yeah, on, I'm so. pretty excited. <laughs> all right, any last words from this episode? We went a long time again, but it was deserving. And now we're 20, so. No, I Greg. just, I got, yeah, it really fucked me up. I really, <laughs> it really got in my head. Yeah, it was intense. I and was sitting there. I, we I'm feel like we've been on this light, journey with the people. And it's illuminated a blind spot for me. That's important I guess to that's, unpacking my own therapy this week. And in a perfect world, everyone out there watching the show would do that. Yes. Most people don't have the self-awareness well, to Katie do that. Well, Katie posted, let's talk about gaslighting. Yeah, I on saw her that. Story, that was interesting. So. Yeah. Greg? I saw a lot of people argue that that wasn't gaslighting. Too, yeah, a so lot of people are defending him, and that's why it's causing like it's it's a stir, and that's why it's also damn complicated in, in love. So and, damn and complicated, war, and then television, love, and reality TV. All right, all's fair. Last words. Ta ta for now. Mm-hmm.